You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, yo, it's my birthday weekend. <laughs> Movie reviews from Uncut Gems, Richard Jules, Star Wars, and Bad Boys for Life. The Aaron Hernandez documentary. The pop stars are going out sad to Roddy Rich. Eminem surprise album and the Mac Miller album. And much more. Drop a goddamn album. Yeah, I mean, Eminem dropped an album, and I'm just kind of like... Oh, uh, I, I was trying to not slander him, but yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm kind of like, every time he does it, it's like he has to rap so fast and fit every word into it. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, I get it. Like, can you just stop? Exo thank you. It's 2020, and I ain't got time for no fake-ass shit, nigga. I'm straight thugging. Pussy. I'm back to the bases, nigga. Don't come to me with no brother, brother shit, nigga. I ain't your brother. Your mama ain't had me pussy, nigga. I don't know your pet. One, two, three, let's go. Rose for a truck, but my winners ain't tenant. Gang drop pots, jumpin' like a winner's or a dentist. He ain't stopping shit, I decide when I finish. Nope. Race sad judge, he decide who can send it. Hope she a bad bitch, eat the pussy like a spinach. She'll suck dick on her way to the dentist. I ain't never leaving my bitch, she'll die. Nope. Why would I switch out a dime for a penny? Go, trap out the drip, this a D or a hoodie. Sauce. Bash on four, need somewhere to put it. Bill Finn, I'm in with the blue tip bullet. Thinking it's a prop till I up it. Then pull it. Bow. Paparazzi on, man, the fans keep asking. What? Why you swap the bougie bitch out for a ratchet? Why? Championship ring like a small face paddy. Lambo truck and car parked at the match. I met her in June. She lit Yo, me we live. Like you now listening to Volume One Eleven of the Bucket Up Podcast. It was your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Buttersauce, aka Taiwante, aka your mom called me over for the, you know some festivities. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. Was good, man. Volume One One One. I am the kid JB. Could have been right last week, aka. Just told you so not to get the march right. But when I am, I'm over here, you know, relaying the fact that I told you so. I'm also almost the birthday boy. As we're about four hours away from, you know, the time I touched down on this earth. Two hours from the East Coast time zone where I'm from. Our from. Because if I got to choose the coast, I got to choose the East. So don't go out there when I'm out there. Or something. Mm. But yeah, happy to be here, man. Kid JB could have been right last week again. And uh, yeah, Mr. Toja Show from the Bucket Up Podcast, Volume 111. But more importantly, happy to be here, as always. So, how you doing, son? I'm good. I Hopefully, the listeners are good. I feel like it's been a while since we've done a, a regular OG, you know, you know, our, on our back on our bullshit podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been doing some special joints. We had some, we had travel on the last one, just kind of recapping the decade. But now, you know, we kind of back into our groove and it's going to be the first, like, you know, not the first podcast of the year, but like the first regular podcast of the year, decade, you know, whatever the hell you want to call it. So we're back on our shit. But how was, how was your weekend, bro? Weekend was cool, man. Yeah, it's crazy how like the holidays is just over, you know? It's like that, like that, the jingly in the air, like the Mm -hmm. holiday commercials, like those jingle bell you know, decorations on, like, TV networks and stuff. It's just, just not around out. anymore. Yeah, so shouts to that. Um, 
weekend or week you know leading into the weekend was cool uh work flies by you know uh day in day out type stuff shouts to i'm now running two podcasts after this and i'm doing one with the football league that i'm running with nice so i'm on a mic often in a studio often um editing often and then this weekend uh shouts to me you know early birthday weekend because you know like you were saying and we all know Martin Luther King Jr. stole the show for me on Monday. <laughs> I'm going to let him have it. I'm going to let you guys that are blessed to have that day off from work as well. I mean, in your defense, his birthday was Friday. And so your day, your birthday is actually on Monday. But, yeah, I don't know if you can really overtake that, dog. <laughs> right. And it's been a couple of rough birthdays. Like Trump's inauguration was on my birthday a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um. So, beyond that, uh, Friday was kind of chill, man. I want I knew that you know Saturday we had some big plans, so Friday I wanted to lay low, and just that, man. I ordered some sushi to go, watched uh, some more of the Aaron Hernandez documentary that we'll get to, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just kind of prepared for my day that of Saturday, which during the day I went to the AZCFL preseason, uh, as I went to go cover a couple of games that they had. I saw some familiar faces, some players for the 2020 season. And it was a good daytime event. And then, you know, got ready for the evening. So the evening plans, shout out to Alec from Valanci. Um, She, her family owned that spot. And, you know, she reached out and I told her how much of a good time I had uh, there at New Year's. And I was talking about, yo, like, I want to do something for my birthday. Could you possibly hold, like, 12 people, 12 to 14 or something? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, you know, so she reserved just a spot. And, yeah, it was great. I got there for, for the first time ever in my life. I got somewhere on time or early. And it was, you know, fortunate because at first they were trying to put a, it. It reminded me of uh, the Fire Festival mm-hmm. documentary. Because when we first got there, it was just like two chairs. And they were like, I was like, I don't think this can fit 12 people. <laughs> And she's like, oh, well, she said you guys want the fire pit. I was like, well, the fire pit's nice, but I think people want a table to, like, eat and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she moved us on the other side of the thing with two tables. And uh, it was funny because even though we had the reservation sticker on the table, uh, there was people just walking by, like, and I was like, you know, mean dogging, turning my my shoulder to make sure that they knew that, you know, that shit was taken. Yeah, it's like, hey, I know you see that reserve sign, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I remember you saying something about the fire pit, and then, yeah, we showed up, and it was uh, it was the tables, and I was like, oh, it must have been, like, you know, different. Yeah, I mean, we could have mingled or migrated to the fire pit. I get, Granted, you know, it was outside. It's a little chilly right now in the winter. Not as chilly as everywhere else, but um, with the heaters, I think everyone, you know, was all right. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. It was all good. It was a fun time, you know, seeing all the people who've been on the pod before. People, you know, obviously are important in your life or either kicked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is like the second year in a row that you had like kind of like a birthday dinner. So it was cool meeting the people or seeing people I had already saw, you know, all a year ago or so or whatnot. So it was a fun time, bro. Glad I came. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming out, man. Like, yeah, it was, uh, that's my vibe for sure. It's just like a restaurant, being low-key, having some drinks and some food, and then just like laughing, man. Because like I said, like, I feel like people that can vibe and have good personalities don't really need like all the 
yeah, you know, bells and whistles. Yeah, like, and that's just kind of what it was, because, like, we closed down the restaurant, obviously. You know, we all could have just been chopping it up for hours still, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there needs cool to be, there needs to be more, like, late night coffee shop slash, like, you know, board kinda game chiller. Slash. I think yeah. I like that, like, you know, but I think, you know, there's a couple places where it's kind of more kind of speakeasy type vibe. I know, I don't, there's a spot at Desert Ridge I went to not too long ago that was kind of like, they had games already there at the spot so you can kind of play that outside you know they had like a nice little vibe you kind of just get drinks and you kind of chill it's not like there's music but it ain't so loud to where it's like a goddamn club or some shit you know what i mean and i'm like that's a cool vibe for people who are not trying to turn up all the fucking time yeah exactly and like also just hear the jokes and you know the conversation with right. my guests uh but more importantly it's just a really good event when like i said my friends of all different groups come over and then it's like you know, not never, but it's very rare if those groups of friends would, you know, kind of cross over in just a, a random hangout session. Mm-hmm. So for them to be there, it's kind of cool. Um, and just to see how all the interactions, like, overlap, you know? Right, right. I think Katie was saying that, like, all your friends are, like, cool. So it's like, you know, it seemed like a, it was obviously a good vibe, good atmosphere, which is good because sometimes... You know, like, you invite a bunch of people, all your friends, and then you got, you know you got one friend that's, like, kind of wild, and you're like, I wonder how my friend's gonna react to this dude who crazy a little bit, but that's my homie for years, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, for sure. I got a couple homies back home that are definitely, like, I like, they usually cool, but, like, if we drinking or something, like, he might wild out. Uh, you know, I ain't gonna drop no names, but I got a couple homies like that. Or you could have friends that, are like, some of them, they just rub people talk, the wrong way. Or, or just way. all or all of them just talk sports or like your relationship mm-hmm. is just like you're telling inside jokes and people are like not relating, you know, yeah. there's a bunch of coworkers and stuff. But I feel like all my friends are able to adapt and kind of feel a vibe of a conversation and mm-hmm. everyone just kinda of like flocks to that, you know? Yeah. I mean I get sometimes that just happens when it's like it's like most of the people there are in the same group of friends, and it's like one or two tagalongs. I can see how it gets into inside shit, and motherfuckers telling stories that like only they were at because it's like that's most mainly the group. And then when you like kind of mix mixed, then it's like you kind of got to manufacture like new ass conversations. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas like with our group, you guys are talking about like Megan Fox versus J Lo, and I can just yell across the table, and I'm like, "Yo, whores, Megan, Megan Fox is J Lo." Yeah. Yeah, and then motherfuckers just go off of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it definitely was a cool time for sure. So yeah, shouts to that man. So uh, yeah, we closed the spot down. It was like on a, like a runway airport. We got to see planes take off, land. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like Mexican lasagna, which was cool. <laughs> I still don't even understand that. I thought Mexican lasagna was an enchilada, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not. The- <laughs> Not the expert. I'm just you know a snob, and this tasted good, so I'm gonna mm, leave it. Up. Right. I'm gonna let it live. Okay, it was a Mexican. It was an enchilada casserole. Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought it was funny when they gave me the birthday cake. You guys saying happy birthday? I was just digging into the cake, and some people were like, "You gonna share that, bro?" Or... <laughs> and I, I thought like, that was a joke because it's like, bro, it's your birthday, man. You eat the birthday. I, f- I felt bad. Everyone's just watching me eat this cake, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, my bad. <laughs> I knew you don't like chocolate cakes. I was like, I know it ties out. Yeah, like, nah, I've been out, bro. Yeah, so. You didn't even offer me the strawberry, bro. What the hell? <laughs> nah, that shit was mine. 
It had like Mickey Mouse shapes and shit, like yeah, Mickey it Mouse ears. Had the little little powdered sugar with some with the drizzle on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. nah, yeah, it's all good. So yeah, shouts to that man. And then uh, the rest of the night we went to like this bar, just like cliche Scottsdale bar. Not my vibe at all. But Joel and other people still wanted to mingle and stuff. So I'd say half the group went there. Um. And it was fun just to sit. We kind of sat just on the patio and posted up. And, you know, and that's another thing. I love going out with a group and everyone can just mingle amongst their group instead of just, like, standing there and being, like... Yeah, awkward and shit. Oh, you watch the game? Like, yeah. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, like, we were just, like, all vibing from the conversation, like, at the table, you know? Mm. Um, and then... uh Then at the end of the night, we went to, like, me, DJ, Cassandra... And Joel went to like a gas station to get snacks, and there was like this girl that was like having a life crisis about trying to decide what candy to get, and I just fully can relate because I go to the gas station heavily. That sounds high as hell, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Smacked, being like, damn, I don't know what to do, man. They only got they two for three, not not three for four. You looking at uh, like, yo, do I want tropical fruit uh lifesavers or I want neon? They're like Like what flavor want... is neon, bro? <laughs> yo, they got Hawaiian punch, but I've never been to Hawaii, so I don't know how legit it is. Yeah, bro. Hmm. I don't know though. Yeah, so uh needless to say, my sugar reduction New Year resolution has not been off to a good start. Uh, but shit. with that I was like telling, I was like, yeah, you should do this, you know, you break down candy in categories, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, if I'm in a chocolate mood, boom, you already know to eliminate the non-chocolate items and vice versa. Oh, I just want fruity shit, let me hit the Skittles, you know? Do I want soft? I go gummy. Do I want hard? I go Skittles, you know? Mm-hmm. I want sour and soft, or do I want sour and hard? There's, there's a lot of choices. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I finally helped her make a decision. Uh, she went with Mike and Ice, what I said. Classic. Fire. Mike and Ike's also, shouts to Progression. Uh, they've been happily married, and they've been a gay couple, like, this whole time. <laughs> Is no that a real sh- thing, or are you just saying, you just saying things? I mean, their name's married. <laughs> <laughs> they can't just be homies, they gotta be Chuck and Larry. True. Like, I mean, I mean, it's cool as they is, you know. I, the reason why I think they're, they're, like, a husband and husband mm-hmm. Is because they one time had that time where they scratched out the mics and they were just Ikes and Ikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like they could have been on a rocky relationship. And he got with some dude named Ike and then he thought it was weird to be with somebody mm-hmm. with the same name. Yeah. I get that. Or he Oh, I just realized that could happen to you, bro. Hmm. That could have happened. Has that happened to you before? Have you talked to a chick named Jesse before? Uh, nah. Like Jessica, but Jesse mm, Short. Would you date a chick with the same name as you? Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. I guess mm. Jessica. It was not, not like I know chick named Jesse, bro. Oh, with the E, straight up. Yeah, like I-E? straight up same name. I probably yeah. would be IE. I would think. As long as she didn't look like me, I think it'd be good. Yeah, nah. I got a homie that like. His name's Jack, and then we were like, would you date a chick named Jackie? And he's like, nah, that's too close. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> well, she's a nice girl, bro. She's cool. I got the same name. Like, I don't man. think I could date a, I don't think I could date a girl that had my sister's name. Oh, yeah, that would be weird. 
Mm-hmm. A little bit. Or, yeah, or, like, you know, if your brother had, like, one of those ambidextrous names. You sending yeah. dick pics to your sister by accident? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, hey, what the hell? Hopefully your sister's in your phone is sis or something like that, you know? <laughs> She's in your phone is, like, not dick pics? Yeah, yeah, like, hey, no dick pic. <laughs> um. <laughs> you're in a carpool people are like hey why is no dick pic calling on you Bluetooth? right you're like oh that's my that's my sister like what <laughs> but anyway right, my, bad. Yeah, I so, think you, my bad for diverting the whole combo you got it go ahead uh no i, I think that was yeah that was my weekend man that was saturday and today uh shouts to nfl football just watching football finding out who's going to the super bowl I'm deciding I'm going to make my seven-layer bean dip. Mm. And I just need a Super Bowl party this year to go to because, you know, that's what it's about. I hit up the homies. Bro. I'm going to be all the way on the other side in Peoria mm. with, with Katie's fan probably. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're probably going to ask me to make mac and cheese. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, I like uh, the, the bean dip, dude. It's easy, but it's also like clutch, you know. Mm, I feel you. Guess that you just know one. Another soul is broken. It's always kind of funny how you find out how they're coping. So he asked me how I'm coping. And I asked him if he noticed. I said, listen, boy, I'm focused. I said, may I drink pine and ginger? And mommy, if you wine, pine and I'm gonna play it at me. I drink pine and ginger. And mommy, if you wine, pine and I'm gonna play it at me. I'm the rum and not a sorrow. And mommy, drink away, I'm sorrow. Guess I'm gonna care about tomorrow. I guess I'm gonna care about tomorrow. Me, I drink pine and ginger. And want me for wine, but I think I'm gonna play it out. And I drink pine and ginger. And want me for wine, but I think I'm gonna play it out. And after rum and out of sorrow. Guess I'm gonna drink away in sorrow. I guess I'm gonna care about tomorrow. She have the pine with the ginger Spliff like time, girl I get injured Miss right wine, never you linger Move quick like Jackie Chan Ninja When me in ya, me tell her if he wine funny, wine funny, wine funny uh, I know we ain't been on in a minute, you seen any, uh, catch any movies? So yeah, kind of going back to when we saw movies um, I did see Uncut Gems And also, <laughs> running with like the The jewelry theme i also saw uh-huh. richard Jew- richard jewel if you will well i also saw uncut gems and i saw some other shit but you do your richard jewel one since that's the one i didn't see yet we can we could both go on uncut jewel gems for a second okay so shout out to richard jewel man very good movie i don't know the guy's name the actor's name mm-hmm. <laughs> i was gonna say i know the guy's name richard jewel mm-hmm. uh it's about this guy that is like a Paul Blart, if you will. He's like top flight mall security, college campus security, takes his job way too seriously, pulls people over, you Mm. know, like, you know, unlawfully touches people to try and get cases and just Mm. type dude that makes you think otherwise. He lives at home with his mom. He's kind of slow. And but like his only power is is that shit. So he works his way up. Uh, or not works his way up. He gets a job as security at like a concert. I think it was mm-hmm. Woodstock or the Olympics or something, and something in Atlanta. And uh, yeah, the there's there's a bomb that's put down, and the bomb scare gets called in, and he has to report it. And mm-hmm. the bomb goes off. Blah blah. blah. Uh, this is all in the trailer. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, so then, you know, throughout the movie, it's just finding out if he did it or not or who did do it. But he definitely makes you feel like he's someone that did it. And, you know, not going to. It's not really spoilers because. You would know. You can Google it, right? It's yeah, it's, a, it's actually yeah based on a true story. So, yeah, he didn't do it. But throughout the movie, he it made it seem like this guy definitely did it. Um, so, very good movie, though. I'd say four out of five bucket hats. Okay. Um, I got some. I got some. Questions, go ahead. Yeah, my bad. The only thing that I would say is the only um there was parts where it was just like, alright, this is just like slow and this part didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. Um and there's parts that just kinda anxiety inducing, which is I think adds a good part to the movie, but it also was just like, nah, this part didn't need to happen. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I get you. I know uh the only questions I had, the reason why I didn't even I didn't even want to see it is because um I know it was Clint Eastwood who did the who directed the movie? Or I don't, I don't know if he directed or he just he like you know produced it, created yeah, it or something. So he was in the credits. Yeah, yeah, and so you know I I wasn't really fucking with the mule and like you know even though Gran Torino on his face is a good movie, I kind of don't really fuck with the the message a little bit. <laughs> it was a good movie though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I I just think. I, the way I was seeing how the, or at least how I thought the movie was supposed to be, was it was kind of like, a, like a shot at the media for how they portray things to make people look guilty, even if like without any evidence, you know, to know so. Is that kind of like how they they like played it or or not? Nah? Um, I don't know. They made it seem like. <sighs> I feel it. There was, there really was no like race or social like. No, I didn't think race, but I was thinking like it was like it was like a, a media critique, or like how like was it like because was like wasn't there Olivia Wilde played the journalist right? There was a part where they made it seem like he oh, did like, it without any like evidence or some shit like. Well, right? yeah, they did. They did probable cause or just like, um, what's that called? Like they they did they did like. Uh, What's that called? Like, uh, they just like ran with like, oh, like social, like fuck. What's that called? Like, not not physical evidence, but like, oh, like uh, hypothetical, just like social, like, like he was, asso- he was, association evidence. Like, oh yeah, assumptions and shit. Yeah, yeah, just like oh well, he was there at the time, so why not? Like, well, right, well, right, but they didn't have any real shit. But the further problem with the media portion of it was that. There was a showcase that the media was just hungry to get a story out right. to report the truth. Mm-hmm. But me, and this is, I guess I'm rare in this case. I defend the media. Like, I, right. I'm not with this whole, like, oh, no, they're out to just push any narrative. I think it's more upon the consumer to be responsible of, like, what is being presented to us. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, I know that there's always going to be a narrative and stuff, but it's upon us just to decide what we deem significant and mm-hmm. authentic. So with that, there was a part also that showed like the the girl tried to sell like just she fucked dudes to get inside scoops on stories, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like see I don't like that because then it shows like journalists will do sell themselves their own body. Right, for, that's what, see that's what I'm story. saying. Like it was like shit like that where he was trying to that's the angle he's gonna come on. and like you know I I'm not saying like the media is perfect or anything like that. Like, obviously, there's times where they should, you know, there's stories that they probably should run with. And, yeah, some like, nowadays, especially with, like, social media 
it'd be like more about like what's first than actually like corroborating shit all the time. But like a lot of the times it'd be like, yo, they doing shit because they're trying to make money and like they have, you know what I'm saying? Like the truth shit motherfuckers be out of business, you know what I'm saying? So they have to balance it like both ways. You know what I mean? What goes on in journalism, dude, is no different than and any everything big, else. It's called than, capitalism. Right. So on top of that, dude, it's like you're mad at the salesman for selling, trying to sell you a car charger is equivalent mm-hmm. to the journalist trying to get a story. Right. And yes, it's not right for journalists to lie and present untruthful stories. Right. But that's also part of journalism is the consumption. So people produce stories all day but if you know you got to conf- find out what is like true statements what mm-hmm. are hypotheticals what are just like oh like judgment stories and just like right. opinion you know opinion ed- editorials mm-hmm. so yes and that in itself i thought made it a better movie is like it gave me that chance to be like nah i see through that you know mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I do see what you're saying, though. And yeah. I don't like that they push that angle that, like, oh, the, all the media blood-hungry sharks. and it's Right. Like, it's, like, not all. all. Like, I, obviously, people fuck up, and there's a reason behind that. The They're media, like, dude, our right to know what the fuck's going on, regardless if it's slanted it, or opinionated, mm-hmm. it's literally the most important thing. Right, <laughs> you know what right. Saying? So, like, you can't just shoot it off like it's always trash. Like, that's just dumb. But right. Yeah, that's why I'm like I was I was kind of like I don't like I get what he was trying to do and I get the message and I can you know, I can understand like you know it's to me it's like with every other conspiracy theory like everything's like based in shit like we were like oh the government always does kind of fucked up backdoor shit to fuck us and it's like yeah but I don't think that means we should get rid of government you know what I mean also like, you know what I'm saying like it don't mean they don't do actual good things. Right, it's just like education. Like, there was teachers that gave out wild homework, but we shouldn't get rid of all teachers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, wow. That's the most egregious thing a teacher could do. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, uh, so, with that, though, uh, yeah, a good movie. Um, you said four out of five, Buck Ass? Yeah, four out of five. The acting was good. Because uh, dude made you feel like he did this shit, but... He was his character. He like he really unlike Michael B. Jordan. He sank into the character. <laughs> they didn't hear. <laughs> they didn't hear my off our off air conversation about how uh, Black Twitter hates Michael B. Jordan because they don't think he. Uh, they think he's the same person in every movie, and it, there's a little truth to that. But I think he's obviously always picks pretty good movies, aside from like one or two here and there, like that Fantastic Four movie. But mostly he's in good shit. But he he does kind of come off the same in every movie. It's just himself. But the, the tweet that I told Jesse before the pod started was somebody saying, yo, call me Michael B. Jordan, because I don't know how to act around you niggas. <laughs> but yeah, that dude, I do think that guy in Richard Jewell, like the main guy, I don't know his name at all, but he's like the bigger white dude. Uh, he probably was perfectly cast for that kind of role, because he's like the person in, in real life that gets typecast as some dude who would make a bomb. You know what I'm saying? Like, loser-looking white dude who probably lives with his mom. Which is like, wow, that you you look like that, and then you go to Hollywood, and you're like, I'm going to be an actor. And everybody's like, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, uh, well, yeah. And also throughout the movie, he showcased how he had, like, 90 guns and bombs and stuff. Yeah, like, so it's like, yeah, dog, don't do that. Um, But he he also was in the I, Tanya movie. 
and he played like an idiot too. And he was pretty good in that. But it's like <laughs> I don't know if he can do anything other than play an idiot. But you know, at least he's doing that well. So good shouts to him. Um, the other movie I know we both saw was Uncut Gems. Would you? How do you feel about that? Uh, well, okay, so I had, like, my own social justice and my own, like, you know, personal opinions about it because, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely, you know, hits home for me on many levels. Um, but I still kind of wanted to go see it because I like Adam Sandler a lot. I wanted to mm-hmm. give him a chance to see him in a serious role, and why not? Uh, I, I didn't really like it, man. I thought mm-hmm. a lot of it was kind of, like too fast and they were kind of make it seem like this high pace or uh, what you know one thing after another uh it felt very anxiety inducing like the way that they they pushed it and they made it seem like just like this he kept slipping on a banana peel you know like oh just... but everything he was doing he was doing it to him it was all self-inflicted right and it was just like you know enforcing the idea of like, oh, just some people just never could have enough. You know, he wins money, mm-hmm. it's never enough. You know, he has, you know, he has the solution to his current problem and it makes it worse, you know? Mm-hmm. A- and uh, so, you know, as a Jewish guy, I'm not with the whole idea of like, oh, Jewish people, um, you know, fuck with other people's money and, you know, the association of like, if you're fucking with people's money, it's a Jewish tendency and you're acting Jewish or whatever the jokes and stereotypes are. Like you were saying, I don't think this was this versus that. Um, he just, Adam Sandler happens to be Jewish, you know, mm-hmm. and that was the character's role. But, you know, his character was Jewish and they made it a heavy part as, like, you know, they showed Passover and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, and, like, it's it, it's sad, but it's an uphill battle that will never go away, you know? Yeah. Um, the thing that sucks is it's based on a true story. That's the only thing that sucks. Even yeah, and that's too. So it, 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 that's what I was saying. It gives people to be like, see, it gives yeah, them yeah, that yeah, yeah. that dynamic, you know. Um, which sucks because anytime you hear about a bomber or a KKK or like yeah. a priest, they're not like, oh yeah, they don't they don't base that on the majority, right? But when it happens to a minority or a, a, a an ethnic group or a culture or background or religion. Mm-hmm that people don't bang with majorly, then they're just like, oh, see, they surmise it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's trash. I, I I get that on, like, the the grander macro social, like, issue type way. Uh, for me, like, going into the movie, I feel like it was so hyped up. I got the homie uh, Espo, who's, like, real big on movies, and he's, like, you know, he's trying to get hype. He's, like, uh, you know, Adam Sandler getting the Oscar, this and that. I'm like, all right, I'll go see this movie, see what it's hitting for. And, like, I watched it, and I thought it was I thought it was good, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, and I, I don't, I hate when I'm like, it doesn't live up to the hype, because I hate, like, it's like, was that part of it, of why I didn't think it lived up to the hype, because it was so hyped up. But I'm like, I thought it was a good movie. I thought Adam Sandler was cool in it. I didn't think that his performance was so good that he deserved an Oscar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I thought he would just add like I don't and I'm not and I don't even think it's like a like a diss for me to say that I just thought he played like I don't think he was like kinda it don't feel like he was flexing a bunch of acting chops to me in the movie. Like he's like his his character was kinda one way. There wasn't like this wild development. He didn't have to show a range of emotions to me, I don't think. I mean he cried at one point, but like you know, the crying didn't seem... Even the crying was kind of cartoonish because his character was kind of cartoonish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and like he played it like if that that's the, if that's the way the guy was like he he played that well, but I just didn't think that that was something that warranted an Oscar. I'm like I feel like he he showed better acting chops to me in that in uh, Funny People, but like obviously that movie's not you know it's not gonna be getting up, it wasn't getting any of the looks even though Uncut Gems didn't get nominated for anything, uh, and it didn't he didn't get nominated for Oscar. Uh, so apparently he's gonna make the worst movie ever because that's what he was threatening, and it's like, bro, what you been doing before? <laughs> Did you see that? And he said that. Yeah, it's like we're like, what? Are they gonna make us Jack and Jill too, bro? Yeah, bro. Like, have you seen Jack and Jill? Pretty sure that's the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, Welcome to the Zohan or whatever. Yeah, dog. Like you've been, you already got the track record. You don't really need to threaten us no more, bro. Um, but yeah, no. Like I said, I thought it was solid. Like I give it like three. Like, nah, not three. That's a little. It was like four out of five bucket hats. Like, it was a solid movie. It just wasn't. I, like, I didn't think it was top tier. Like, you know, some other people thought. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's just cool. the shock value. People like that gambling high I'm, risk. I'm not stuff. a big gambler guy. So, but it was. It, I did enjoy how they tied it in. Like, having KG there and, you know, having the game. And, like, it did. Like, that last. Like the last scene was like very intense. The whole the whole movie, you're kind of like, what is that? Like it's all like, and it's funny. Katie saw it in, in her reaction to it was like, there's a lot of yelling. <laughs> like I just feel like everybody was yelling the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, and slamming doors and yeah. The interaction like, with people that like owe money and stuff, it's just crazy. They're just like, fuck you, fuck you. All right, call right, you tomorrow. Right. It's yeah. like his character was just sleazy the whole time, and it's like, yeah, like. And, and sometimes, you know, you got those movies where somebody is obviously a terrible person or garbage and you still, like, root for them. It's like that, that show You that came out that everybody was watching you season two where it's like the dude obviously sucks, but for some reason you root for him. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the protagonist in that, that shit. So you're kind of like, oh, yeah. Like I, like, I don't, like, he's an awful person. I can acknowledge that, but I want him to get away with it for some reason because they center him in this story. But it's like, even then, like, watching Uncut Gems, I'm like, this guy is trash. He, like, something bad is going to happen to him, and, like, I'm not going to feel bad when something bad happens to him. Like, <laughs> this dude's trash. You know what right. I mean? But if he continues his story, I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm here to watch it, but you know what I'm saying? So, like, right. yeah, that's weird. But, um, so, uh, definitely a shocking ending. Um, not necessarily like shocking as like in the realm of the story, but just like face value shocking. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, but um, other movies that I saw just so we can speed through this, I saw Star Wars: uh, Rise of Skywalker. We didn't get, I didn't talk about it on the pod. Um, I was, I'm not like, I'm like, I would say in the terms of where my, you know, how I am as a Star Wars fan in the franchises or whatever the hell. I'm like, you know, I'm a, I like Star Wars a lot, but I'm not like top tier. I'm not. I'm never gonna cosplay, bro, or some shit like that, or go to a right. convention Dre- or some shit. <laughs> Dress like, up like a Jedi. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna buy model fucking uh, lightsabers or anything like that. But I do like I do like the Star Wars movies as a whole, even though if I think about it, you know, maybe more, maybe half or so of them are actually kind of bad. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, I like the Last Jedi, even though I know it was it was fucking split. And then this one, I fucking hate it. I already spent, like, social media, like, venting about it. Uh, I just think that they didn't, like, they shouldn't have, they had, like, they were, their plan was to have three different directors. Uh, and they wanted, they had to throw out their third director 
and they didn't have an overarching goal for a fucking fucking trilogy of movies, which makes no sense. Um, so, you know, there was like no cohesion on these movies. And so this last one kind of felt like uh, it was two movies put into one and the pace was insane. And it just kind of made it all hard to watch. And I did, it was like, I didn't like it for anything. You know what I mean? I didn't like the, like, I think it was bad in how movies are made and like fundamental ways of like pacing and, you know, script and writing and, you know what I mean? Character development. I think it was bad for that. And then on top of that, I didn't like the choices that they made with the story. So I didn't enjoy any of it. Uh, like, except for maybe like a couple action set pieces. So I'm giving, I'm giving the new Star Wars like, one star out of five. That's wild. Um, that's, yeah. that's a really bad low. I mean, see, I definitely, I think in the defense of the movie that I haven't mm-hmm. seen, I think <laughs> that uh, your expectations are so high for Star Wars. But that... it, it, it ain't, though, because I, I got the second set. There's like half the movies are bad. Yeah, but it's Star Wars, though, so you have it on a different scale than other movies. Maybe, yeah. So I think it's... I have heard that though, like aside from Star Wars, like it wasn't that good of a movie in itself. Yeah. Um, but I think this may be an advantage for me because I'm not like crazy into Star Wars, but I just mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll see it and have a different, you know. That's true. Or... I can see. I think. I think people who who are more casual, like cause again, I'm not like hardcore into it. I think if you're very hardcore, but you hate it, The Last Jedi, you'll probably like it. But and if you're like very casual and you just want to go see action movies, like you probably be come out with it be like it's cool. But I think if you actually like movies and you want to see like something that makes sense, like no. And if you like the Last Jedi, <laughs> you're not gonna like it. Like that's just kind of mm-hmm. how I feel about it. But like you kind of if you go into it just like hey, I just want to see some cool shit happen. Like I'm just trying to watch Space Wizards, you know, fuck around. Like then you probably come out with it like all right, cool. That was a movie that I you know that happened. They but, should make a movie called Star Peace, dog. Oh shit, that'd be boring as hell. Um, but, uh, how long? What about Star, Star Spies, bro? Where the Star Espionage, bro? I want to see that movie. James Bond in space. Oh, like Space Force. Yeah, bro, something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll move on for that one. Uh, speaking of third movies in there, that act, but this one actually pulls it off. I saw Bad Boys for Life on Friday. Um, leading up, when I saw like you know you had the announcement like probably a year and a half ago that they were doing the, the third one. And I was kind of like, ah, I don't know, man. It's been like 10 years, Se- 17 12 years. years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Martin's getting up there. Like obviously Will Smith, like he's been still around, but like he's kind of had been his, his movie record had been shaky over the last 10 years. You know, he had more probably bad movies. He had a lot more bad movies than he had good movies the last 10 years. Bad, bad boy movies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And so, like, I was kind of, like, going into it. I'm like, ah, like, I'm going to go see it because it's Bad Boys. I'm going to go support. But I wasn't really expecting it to be good, to be honest. I was like, it'd probably just be, like, you know, cookie cutter action movie. I'm like, I'm thinking of getting Michael Bay back. So I'm like, uh, it's going to be Michael Bay shit that I'm going to have to deal with. Um, and so, like, leading up to the movie, I saw the preview. And I was like, okay, yeah, they, they like, you know, doing all the homage things. I like I like the whole idea that the... You know, they were getting older, and, and Martin Lawrence's character wanted to retire. So I felt like it was very age-appropriate in terms of, like, when I saw the preview. And, but I was still like, who knows, you know, if it's still Michael Bay doing it, I don't know if it's going to be good. And then I saw that it wasn't Michael Bay directing it. So I'm like, all right, maybe. And then this week, I saw that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a good score. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
Like, we might, you know, it might actually be, you know, pretty good. And then I saw it Friday. And, yeah, man, it was pretty good, man. Everything, you know, it was, they did a good job, like, you know, paying respect to, like, the shit that happened earlier in the in the first two movies. Uh, you know, the, the, all the action was there. The action scenes were great. Um, and, like, the villain was pretty good. Like, the story I thought was really good and age appropriate. Um, and talking about them aging and things like that. And, like, you know, all the action set pieces. Everything you came for for an action movie was there, and it was great. And the story was good, and the acting was good. There was a lot of humor. All the like, uh, Martin and Will Smith still got all the chemistry that they had in the first and second one. And so, like, over. And I think it's wild that this. I don't even know if it's ever happened before, where like the third installment of a series, like, and especially one that's so like you know like like this one, would be like the best one. But I feel like this is probably the best of the three, which yeah, is kind of crazy. I found House Party three was the best. You thought House Party 3 was the best one? Really? Yeah. I always thought House Party 2 was the best one. What? The Jammy Jam? I don't know why, but that was my that was my shit. I thought that was the wackest one. And the third one don't even got Martin in it, man. The third? Yeah, it does. I thought it didn't. I thought it was only the first two. Uh, and the third one had, like, the fucking, it had Immature and shit. Oh, yeah. It had the dude from, uh, you're right. But, yeah, the third one's fire. Yeah, Roger, bro. Immature. Um, I still like the third one. I, I just wouldn't say it's the best. That's just for me. It's a preference thing. Maybe yeah. may one for me. I don't know. One was fire, too. Yeah, yeah. But I give, I give Bad Boys like a 4.2 out of 5, bro. It's a good movie. Okay. Well, I still have to see the second one. The first one, I didn't like too much. I think, again, it's, <coughs> it's a 95 movie. And it just didn't age that well. Yeah, I can see that. And it's Michael Bay shit. So all the Michael Bay shit is definitely going to age poorly. It's like explosions on water and stuff. <laughs> The second one starts off funny, though, so I think you might like that one a little bit better. Word. Um, yeah, you know I mean, a little more modern. I think it came out in, like, 2002 or something like that. I don't remember. Have a crib big as like a church. Going straight to heaven. Crib big as like a church. My first riding the fanals with my homie Lil Wayne. Now I got one myself and I'm riding in my own lane. Me and my brother got labels and got them both on my chain. Jet life, nigga, tell the gang, yeah, it's all the same. Then I flew out the Memphis with a pound of some champagne. I parted with Dolph, then flew home to my vault. Smoking one in celebration. Fendi P just bought a Porsche, better never falling off. If I ever be a boss, and I never switch the salt, then myself. From square one, rip the jets that I done That Corvette, CR1, I'm not down on the run Getting checked, more to come Both my pinkers, both my wrists Lit up like I'm on the sun, wait I'm going straight to heaven, crib Pinkers like a church In recent shit, uh, I did see the Aaron Hernandez documentary Okay uh, For those that are not familiar with sports ball, uh, Aaron Hernandez is a football player, former football player. He committed suicide a couple years ago after he went to jail for a double murder. And they finally got a documentary out on him um, to, you know, kind of go inside and find out what, you know, spe- not specifically happened, but kind of like more detailed occurrences. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Well done, put together. Um, you know, I'm into the docuseries. Like, Ty was asking, like, why is there an uptick in, you know, this uh, infatuation of murder and murder mysteries and death? Mm-hmm. Um, I think just as humans, we f- we enjoy, you know, the unknown and 
We all yeah. fear death, you know? We all have a form of it. Like, any type of, like, you know, hesitation and fear of anything, it's kind of just, like, you think it's tied to death and, you know, I'm afraid of heights, you know? It's like, oh, the height could kill you, you know, because you'd fall from a, a steep height, you know? And what happens when you die, nobody knows. So we fear that. But... But to me, though, I get that, but, like, we just... I don't understand why this is such an obsession over, like, the people who actually kill people. And it's like, I get, I think maybe it's because we're all, most people are logical and they're like, what? Like, I, I myself feel like I could not, like, I wouldn't kill somebody, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a crime I would commit, you know, regardless of what kind of happens or what goes on, you know what I'm saying, in my life. And so, like, I think they want to get in the mind of somebody who snapped or whatever or, like, well, how crazy this person was, but it's like to me, I'm like, I just chug it up like, hey, that nigga was crazy. I'm good. <laughs> like, like that's the only, like if it, if it's like other than self defense or you got to kill somebody to survive because you know you got to go to jail or you know what I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like I get like why you know criminals, career criminals, people who are drug dealers like murder people to like you know for certain things of, but like people who just like kill people just killing people for dumb shit like. I'll, like I don't really need to get inside their mind. I already know the answer is that they're crazy. Like that, like that's what it is. I don't really need some like super insight into their like. It's either they crazy because they were born that way, or they were they crazy because they, of the way that they grew up and how they were impacted by the surroundings, whether it's parents or like you know structural things in society. But like that, the whole answer is that that motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the 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 studies behind it is for to find out what right, steps right. they could take to prevent him from going crazy. Also, well, yeah, I don't think anybody else should chalk it up. I'm just saying I don't yeah. want to watch. Oh, that that's shit. fine. Yeah, and his brain <laughs> and his brain was all fucked up from football. It also right on, like, when it got fucked up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nah, it's crazy to see that everything is mental though. He on the documentary talks about how he went from you know eight million dollar mansion to this you know. 10 foot jail cell i mean i'm sure it's bigger than 10 feet but whatever it was jail cell mm-hmm. and he was on the phone with his mom and he was just like mom i love how cozy my jail cell is <laughs> like fam he, he just had a mansion fam <laughs> i heard he was <laughs> he went in there and he was like yo it's kind of like training camp and he's like dog what <laughs> yeah. dude he was just like Man, I just look around all the other cells, and I just look how perfect mine is. It's like, bro, it's all the same, man. It's a cell, bro. You in jail, dog? Man, and like, uh, I only caught. I didn't listen. I didn't watch any, but I caught Katie listening or watching it earlier. And the only thing I caught, like him talking to his mom on the phone, and it didn't even seem like like he kind of was talking about how like he didn't walk away from an argument because the dude was talking about football, and she's like, "Why you can't you just let that stuff go?" And he just like laughing. I'm like, bro, he don't even sound like somebody in jail, dog. <laughs> he had no remorse. He was talking to his agent, and he's like, I know I can't get much deals in this jumpsuit, but what about a Smith & Wesson deal? <laughs> yo. Like, dog. I feel like the, the agent got me on the phone like, yo, this this man crazy, bro. And he's about to fuck up my money, too. Right? And you can't, how that feel? You can't really cut him as a client, right? Cause you're like, what if this motherfucker get out? Like, oh, that or he's just like, hey, why are you cutting me? He's like, do you watch the news, dog? Yeah, like, uh. So it's kind of like it's kind of like with OJ, like his lawyers couldn't drive him because it's like, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> and the reasons they and the reasons he killed the you know the guys he killed were so childish and 
just weird. And then it kind of, you know, they, it portrays and shows maybe the fact that he had, like, you know, a second sexual identity that he was ashamed of. Oh, and damn. he acted out in masculine and, you know, weird ways to try and counteract it and mm-hmm. give people that notion, like, oh, someone that crazy could never be homosexual or whatever. I was just like, what? <laughs> I will say... Like, it was got nothing to do with it. was really funny, but he was really... He was really important to the movie, but it was pretty much a, a gay football player talking about how, like... Gay dudes will, you know, if they're afraid to come out, they'll just act super, like, masculine to try and double down on it. Yeah, but, yeah, so people know, like, oh, there's no way they're going to think I'm gay because I'm, you know what I'm saying, I'm doing this and that. They're projecting, you know? Or they make themselves super ugly, so when someone's like, oh, why aren't you dating a girl? It's like, oh, I'm ugly. They won't rock with me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was funny. That's, like, all he talked about was just like, yeah, so I ate a lot and I made myself unattractive. And that was just like that was like the only part, and but it's then, like out of context from the rest of the doc. Right. So then someone made a meme today that just has this picture, and they're like, "Yo, this motherfucker was useless in this entire documentary." <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, they're talking about the intricacies of like the murder weapon that Aaron Hernandez used, and then they just go back to that guy and he's like, "Yeah, like this is what I was doing to hide that I'm gay." And it's like, bro, what? He's like, he's like, <laughs> like that's sh- cool and all, but like, what that got to do with this? That what? He's like, I, I chewed chewing tobacco. We're like, all right, man, go get back to Aaron Hernandez, B. <laughs> like, yo, what? But yeah, maybe they're just trying to they're trying to like keep it subtle without saying it. But like, we get it. Like, we get the purpose of homeboy being there. Like, there was an underlying thing that he might like he might have been gay, which is like that's cool. But I get that that might have played a role in what he did. But y'all ain't have to hammer it home the whole time. And that's really what it is, man. Is like we live in a you know society that's afraid to. <laughs> we live in that. a society, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we do. No, this is the society of like people being like, "Yo, football player can't be gay." It's like, listen, man. When I watch football, I don't really care about what goes on like with their sexual endeavors. I just want right. to see if they can make the touchdown. All right. Like I'm um, out here like seeing hit dudes hit like, oh yeah, yo, bro, that hit was like. That was a little weird, bro. I don't know. He was lingering a little too long. Like, why would I care? Yeah. Like, and then, you know, if you're playing football, why would you care? But that's it. The thinking that we haven't, like, we've had multiple gay, like, football players. They just ain't tell nobody. Why do you like, just think about, if we associate sports as a, uh, a business and, like, a profession, like, that's what they mm-hmm. do for work. It's like, mm-hmm. don't people work alongside women all the time at the office? If they're heterosexual, so why is it not like, a, oh, you're going to go to the office when you like girls? How is that going to work? It's like, isn't that yeah. equivalent to a dude being gay, being amongst yeah. his coworker guys? Yeah. I mean, I guess the only argument people got is, like, people in the locker room or whatever. But it's like, did these dudes even, like, shower together like that? Like, you'd think they, these, like, fucking high-tech things probably got, like, individualized shower. My gym do. Yeah, so, or so like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like bro, if motherfuckers want to be out in the in the in the locker room, they could. But it's like they don't got to, so it's not. It's really not that thing. And even then, it's like that don't mean that they're checking you out or doing anything to harass you, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta get out of that line of thinking. For but sure. Yeah, I, I get I get why you know they put I get why they put it in the doc for some things, but it's like what. So, yeah, so I don't know if you're going to get around to seeing it, or, but it was pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, I, know, I don't know though, people have been talking about it. This uh, leads into our next topic, though. He ended up killing two people over them spilling a drink on him. 
Mm. So I wanted to know, what do you prefer drinking your beverage out of? A bottle or a glass? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like if it, if, it, if they got it on tap, the shit that I want, then I'd rather get that motherfucker in the glass. Like, the draft always tastes better. I don't know why. I think it's just like the carbonation. It's a lot easier to drink, a lot smoother, kind of airs out. You know what I mean? And when it's in a bottle or a can or some shit, it's always way too carbonated, bro. I don't even understand why. What, what's our fascination with, like, why everything got to be so fucking carbonated? Why do I need the McDonald's Sprite to be burning my tongue when I drink it? Like, why? Like, why? True. And then also, like, uh, if it gets to the bottle, the bottom of the bottle, it, you know, you kind of lose. I don't know, ten percent of the drink because it's not even like drinkable. It's just all that fizz. Mm-hmm. But I will say what's fire, dude. A root beer on a frozen mug. And the the top is just pouring over like it's just like a commercial. Yeah. So I don't know. I think when it comes to soft drinks, I like the glass. But when it comes to a bottle, um, I'll do like uh, what's it called? Uh, I'll do a Coronas. beer. On a, yeah, I'll do a beer on a bottle. Corona in the bottle is the only thing I fuck with in the bottle. I don't like cans anymore, man. I can't drink cans of anything. Yeah, yeah, cans suck. Yeah. So I'm with you. Unless they got the little uh, the little bubble thing where they, they don't give you the little gap with the Coors Light cans. Like, I'd drink that more if Coors Light wasn't garbage. Mm, bubble? You know oh, I mean? you mean it just goes straight to the... They got the little, like, at the, the at where the mouth part is, they got the little, a little, like, divot. So, like... You don't get the like weirdness when you drink out of the can where like it'll stop like when you're trying to trying to like knock it back. Yeah. Like, it, it it all flows out because of that little ear thing that they put in there. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's not like you know it comes out a little bit then kind of backs back up because of the way cans are usually set up. Same sure. kind of thing with the with the the glasses too. But yeah, but I I mean. That made him <laughs> not knocking people off because they uh, spill something on them definitely wild because that's always an intense moment when you at the club and you knock somebody's drink out their out their hand because you're like I don't know how this motherfucker about to react but you're like oh shit my bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think we talked about this like you said you wouldn't buy the under the person another drink if you knocked it out their hand because I would I, I would feel bad you know I would if it was my fault but if it's some shit where oh I'm, yeah if they walked and and they knocked into me I'm like oh that. Sorry, man. Yeah, like, damn. Yeah, yeah, I kind of get that. But, yeah, I always, like, feel bad. And then, you know, I, we've all been there. Like, I've had girls, like, dance into my drink. And they're like, oh. And then they just walk off. Like, all right, thanks. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're not even a good dancer. Yeah, like, okay, thanks. What the fuck? Um, but, yeah, nah, yeah. So, that's the way I got to go. Hmm. Um, I guess, you know, almost wrapping it up. The one thing I did want to get to before we get to our our music and our our shit of the week, uh, did you see you see these pop stars going out sad, bro? Yeah, and it makes me feel good to know that you know not everybody has it figured out, and even if uh, you're at the top of the top financially, you know there's always gonna be something in your life that you're like, oh, I wish you know the grass is always greener type thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, well that. I mean, it's because he's, you know, if uh, I guess to give reference what we're talking about, the homie Roddy Rich, you know, who we, I think I reviewed on the podcast, uh, who, you know, he had an album, uh, some, I think it was something about, what the hell is the album? It's like a weird, it's a long ass album title. It was like something for being anti-social or something like that. 
but that album is like the number one album in in America right now. And the box, you know, the Eat Earth song. Have you heard the Eat Earth song, my guy? No, I just know balling. <laughs> That's the only song. <laughs> you haven't heard it's the number one song. You ain't hear it on the, on the, on Twitter or nothing. You ain't seen it. It's called the what? box. It's called the box, but it goes like Eat Earth. It's mm. like sound like a, somebody squashing a, a window. Uh, I mean, I have to run it back, so no. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to hear it, bro. But that's the number one song in America. And a couple weeks ago, Justin Bieber dropped his first single in like, what, four or five years, I want to say. It's been a while that he had his own single for an album that he was dropping. And he, the box still went number one. Or it was, it was, it was, uh, it was kind of projected to go number one over his new song, which his new song, I listened to it. Like, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a J, I'm not a Justin Bieber hater. Like some people are, I know a lot of people, you know, he's kind of like, some people hate him. Some people like him, but, uh, I thought that the song, you know, there were some good parts, but for the most part, the, the chorus was trash. And so I didn't think the song was like number one worthy any goddamn way, but the box was beating him out. And this dude was on the internet talking about, Oh, yo, I need y'all to stream my shit so I can get number one. I need you guys to open. I know. I need you guys to get a VPN so you can sign in from other countries <laughs> to stream my shit. And it's like, dog, what? <laughs> you want motherfuckers to get a fucking a whole different? You want motherfuckers to change their server name so that they can fucking stream your goddamn album, bro? Like, fucking relax. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it makes me feel like doesn't that defeat the purpose? That uh, you make music, yeah. ju- you make music just to tell people like, "Yo, my shit, make my microwave my shit to number one instead of naturally <laughs> liking my music." <laughs> it's like, bro, he's basically just relying on like his past kind of, not his past, like his built up audience to <laughs> to propel his shit to number one, even though like he didn't fucking deserve it, and it's like, dog. Like what are you doing, man? Like, like if 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 you made a fucking single, and motherfuckers didn't like that shit, then that's just kind of what it is, man. That's the way the game works. You made a song, motherfuckers didn't fuck with it as much as they fucked with another song, and that's a rap, bro. You get back in the fucking studio and you make a better song. Like, <laughs> like, like you don't come back like, hey, hey, I know my shit wasn't hitting like that, but like I'm gonna need y'all to uh stream that motherfucker uh. <laughs> Like, sign in from a different username, VPN, uh, play that shit from your mom's phone. Like, dog, like, you just ain't, it just ain't hit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. But then it's funny because it's like, these pop dudes or these pop stars, like, to them, like, if they don't go number one, then it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. what, the same thing with Selena, like, the next week, you know, after all, you know, the Justin Bieber shit died down, uh, fucking Selena Gomez drops an album and, you know, you know, I'm already like I don't understand how Selena Gomez is as popular as she is. Like she seems cool. I know she she going through like health shit and shit like that. So you know what I'm saying? Like that's that. Like I hope you know. Obviously, I hope everything's good with that shit. But like in terms of like singing talent wise, like I don't think like she's very good in terms of like you know being able to sing. So it's like I always was like I can't believe she does the kind of streaming numbers that she does, which is like fucking hundreds of millions. But, you know, she comes out with her album, and it can't beat this fucking rap album that came out two months ago, damn near. Or, no, I'm sorry, a whole month ago. 
and she's out here like doing uh, the social media posts like, hey, like I'm just happy that you know you got any of you guys like it, but it would be cool if I got number one. And it's like, bro, like it just ain't it just ain't it, bro. <laughs> like it's it, the purpose, right? But it, I mean, it, I get it though. Like Justin Bieber got like what, like two million or some followers on three million or some crazy followers on. On fucking Twitter or, you know, Instagram. Who knows? I'm probably lowballing the hell out of his numbers. They probably got like 50 million or some some wild shit. So right. they're just like, yo, y'all should be streaming my shit. Y'all follow me on here. And it's like, dog, maybe you just didn't make a good song. You, you know? I mean, maybe there is truth to that. I mean, I'd be saying that on my Facebook post. I'm like, yo, I got 500 friends. I should have 500 likes on this. <laughs> like, nah, dog, that ain't how it works. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, and everybody ain't gonna like your shit. But it's like it's like, bro. Number two is pretty fucking good, but it is it does suck when you you know I just dropped this album and I'm losing to a rap a rap album that came out a fucking month ago. Like that's why I, as much as I fucking be flaming Taylor Swift in my daily life about you know you know a lot of shit, but like usually when she drops, she goes number one because her fans show out. So I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but bro, it's but that's like to watch. that's like uh, restaurants being like, listen, I don't even care if you don't like the food that much, just order it and then <laughs> like throw it away if you gotta. But I need this to sell the most. Yeah, yeah, it's like, bro, I don't want it though, you know? Right, exactly, and that like I'm not an artist, but I mean, for us as like podcasters and stuff, if mm-hmm. if we were like, yo. Hey, I know this is not our best episode, but can you listen to it the most? It's like, nah, it's like we should base our best episode on what the people yeah, listen to good, the most. Bro. Yeah. Like, if you got a hit, it's a hit. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And also, it's just, just funny. Like, number two is still pretty goddamn good. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get like pop music and everything. Like, something being number one doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best song out or whatever the fuck. Right. You know, it's whatever, that, whatever people, but it's like, dog, you just, you didn't make the album. You, like, it's just. Yeah, I'm lands where it's supposed to, bro. Just as simple as plain as that. Right. And then, like, even, like, we can translate this to sports. Like, you know, the, the Clemson quarterback, he played 29 games in a row as a freshman and a sophomore and won. Mm-hmm. He never lost. And then he just recently lost in the national championship. And people are like, man, that's really sad. It's like, yeah, but also it's, like, his idea of losing, like, he should have lost many games ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. At least knows what it's like because that right. is – to, to have your first loss be the national championship. Like, bro, that's fucking, like, yeah, that's ideal. If there's any game that I'm going to lose, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least I lost in, like, the bet, like, you know. And I get, like, that's kind of, like, backward thinking. But, like, you were rather lose in the season than in the championship. But, like, I'm just saying, your only loss was against the best team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That year, like, all right, that means that you're pretty fucking good. Right. So, yeah, uh, I think that's funny because it's just all based on floors. And it's, like. I don't know. I have zero sympathy for rich people being like, "Hey, can you make my other stuff make me more rich?" It's like, no. right? It's mm-hmm. like, ah, like I was streaming if it was good, because <laughs> that's like my enjoyment. I don't give a fuck about your shit. Yeah, like, man, pay my like, bills, want, bro. Bro, like I want you to get the money for your work that you deserve. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like I'm not about to do you a favor for it. Like, right? I stream the motherfucker. The motherfucker is good enough for me to stream again. You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, nah, motherfuckers. Why? It's just funny, hilarious to me because you know I've been saying rap, the top genre out here, and so it's like, you know, of course they're getting the pop people out because it's like this is what's rocking right now. And just it's just funny to me you hadn't heard the song like it's like everywhere. But it's also like I wonder, I you know a lot of things that's been happening. The thing that's been happening recently is a lot of songs been blowing up because of TikTok. 
And like, do you even know what TikTok is? Yeah, I'm, and I definitely know I'm older now. Shout out to you know my, birth, <laughs> my birthday tomorrow. I'm turning 31. And like, yeah, yeah. Tic, I, TikTok's just I'm not a clientele for it. You know? No, no, it's basically just younger Vine, bro. It's just Vine, but like they get to put songs in the which you could have done with Vine, but it's like more built into the app with the songs. Like you put the you can literally just load it up from the app. So it's like it's not like you have to do this weird thing to sync it up, and so. I think it's not as good as Vine because I think people were funnier on there and they didn't have the crutches of music to kind of make them funny or like rhythm or just dance shit. Um, but yeah, like if a song pops on on TikTok because it was like something funny or something like, you know, good, it's probably going to blow up. And I think that's what uh, the box kind of, even though I thought it was good, I don't even think it was, a, I like even though I liked the box and I thought it was good and all the jokes are funny about, yo, Justin Bieber, it's trying to get number one, so stream the box, bro. <laughs> so it was like, you know, it was funny to just like kind of undermine them. But I'm like, yeah, to me, it wasn't even the best. It probably was like the fourth best song on the album. Like there was better songs on the album, but you know, the 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 thing sounding like you washing the window to eat her is kind of what makes it like made it pop and turn into like a a TikTok, you know, smash and then in turn turn into people liking the song more. And kind of blew it up, so it was like kind of like the perfect storm. So, but yeah, it's just weird that that's how you know a lot of shit works these days. So maybe, maybe I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, you should, you should listen to that whole album because I be reviewing shit. He says uh, he's a 2020 candidate, presidential candidate, but I don't think he's 34 yet. So, ah, uh, so you do know that goddamn song? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, you right. go. Uh, but yeah, nah. Um, I guess we come. To our favorite time, our favorite segment of the podcast, uh, songs of the week, bro. What you got? Well, as we announced, it is my birthday. Hey, so I'm the birthday boy, birthday bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one uh, time for the birthday, bitch. One time for the birthday, ho. Um, <laughs> so 9:44. So we're about 16 minutes away from an East Coast birthday, which you know I rep the most. Shouts to New York. Mm-hmm. Shouts to my friend. I wish it's snowing back home. I think I wish I was around that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I take it back to when I was in eighth grade, bro. Like the first time I got drunk, I was at my brother's college, uh, and we were partying, and I went up there for my birthday. And this, you know, is hilarious because there was a meme that went out recently that said New York motherfuckers. Slow dance to Hey Ma by camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that's a, that's a, yeah. <laughs> Let their hands around the neck. Hey Ma, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> featuring featuring Joel Santana. That's the best part of that meme too. Is they say by camera featuring Joel Santana. <laughs> and I was like, that could have been more true. Just homie, just I drank me too. Yeah, bro, that's a love song, bro. And that's what that song came on so many times that night when I was drunk for the first time, like and partying, and I was just like, man, like that's my vibe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we gonna get it on the night, and it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey Ma by featuring <laughs> Camera featuring Drew Slade fan. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a co-sign that definitely. That's a love song, bro. Um. I know how I usually do it, the bangs, bops, and slaps. Um, I saw that bops this week. Um, the homie, uh, R.I.P. as always, Mac Miller dropped an album this week. Uh, I didn't get to listen through all of it because it was honest. Quite frankly, it was kind of sad to do so because it was like definitely on the same vibes as his last album, which was Swimming. This one was called Circles. I guess it was he was working on it before he, he died, 
and it was supposed to be like kind of like a swimming in circles theme. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, everything out here is a little more vibey. He was singing a lot more, um, kind of, you know, harkening back to the album he dropped a couple, I think it was a, not right before Swimming, but like, you know, a couple, a little bit right before the Divine Feminine, where he was kind of singing a little bit more on that one. Um, but the song that, you know, I take from that, that bops is Blue World. It's like, it's like the, it's like the change of pace, at least of the songs. Cause I listen to like half of it that I listened to, um, and it was, you know, it was definitely vibey, a little more feel, even though it still was kind of had a little sad feel to it. Um, but, you know, definitely pretty good. Uh, my song that slaps, even though I already I already talked about the Jack Boys album, I had I got into it a little bit more. Um, and the Jack Boys is the one with Travis Scott and and uh, Don Tolliver uh, fucking. Uh, Mo Bamba dude, I can't remember right now for some reason. Check West, who I don't think is very good, but I love Mo Bamba. Um, but the song is uh, Had Enough, because Don Tolliver killed it, and so did Quavo and uh, and Offset. It was a little feature. I feel like Don Tolliver, I'm calling on the pile right now, going to be the next person to blow up. I think he already has a song that's like called No Idea that people were really fucking with. Like it, It's like Pop Smash. It's not my favorite shit, but it's out there. I think you might actually like it because it seems like one of them songs that you might fuck with. Yeah. So no idea by by Don Tolliver, check it out. But I feel like he's gonna blow up probably this year. Um, so yeah, that's that's my one that slap. And then my 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 uh, one that bangs is gonna be one two three by Moneybag Yo featuring Black Youngster. Black Youngster's album dropped last week, uh, and it is fucking fire. He got uh, featured with Future on there. He got the baby on there. Um, yeah, you know, the ever since the homie trap put me on the money bag, even though I kind of heard some of the shit before, but like, you know, it's if you fuck with trap music, that's where it's at. And, and obviously, black youngsters on it, so you know how if you listen to any black youngster song, you know how that shit sounds. It's kind of like, you know, it's gonna be like kind of thumping a little bit. So definitely check that shit out and check out the album. Try to think if there's any other albums that I listen to. I listen to the, the uh, was it the extended version of dreamville uh the revenge of the dreamers three uh i like to cut some of the new songs i gotta listen to it a little bit more to kind of dig into it um but yeah there was a couple songs boss killed uh jid killed um some other people Uh, i'm trying to think if i missed anything while we were gone there wasn't really that many like albums that dropped like that first week after the new year because it's a new year it's like who the fuck gonna Drop a goddamn album. Yeah, I mean Eminem dropped an album, and I'm just kind of like. Oh, uh, I I was trying to not slander him, but yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm kind of like every time he does it, it's like he has to rap so fast and fit every word into it. And I'm just like, yeah. dude, I get it. Like, can you just stop? So, <laughs> he's kind of pushing us to the part where we're gonna hate him, man. Like I even watched Eight Mile the other night, and I'm like, I don't know if this movie holds up. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I'm not at the point where I'm I'm slandering retroactive shit. Like I still fuck with Eight Mile. I was I was a big, I, I like I said I I said this during the week. I was like Eminem's career is very similar to the Transformers movie franchise, where it's like the first two movies were pretty good, the third one was I, right, and then it was all trash from there. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how Eminem's career is. Where he had like the first two classics, if you're not if you're not counting the mixtape, and then like that, you know. The, it was it not the encore was kind of iffy, but it was cool. Like you know, it was good enough for me to say it was cool. And then you know, once he had like rehab and and relapse and shit, like it just was bad. The Marshall Mathers Mathers two LP was bad. 
And then, like, it's just getting worse. Kamikaze wasn't as bad as the shit that happened before it. But, yeah, the thing, I feel like he just, his shit is like, bro, we already know that you a great rapper, bro. And I feel like he just overpowers all the songs. Like, he just does whatever the fuck he wants on the song. And he doesn't, like, he's not very concerned about making a good song. To me. Like, I feel like he just, he just there to, like, rap whatever way the fuck he feels like. And, like. He doesn't really care how that sounds. Like it, it, like even even to the point where like his features sound weird. Like I like I listened. I heard the Young M.A. one that he had today because they were you know I was I was watching the game and they were playing it and like I was like Young M.A. was like riding it you know she's feeling the beat riding it dropping like slick punchlines and then like Eminem come in and it feels like a completely different song because then he just started he's spitting fast as fuck you know he's getting in bars and shit like I can't like I'm never gonna be like. He can't rap anymore. It's just like he don't know how to make a fucking song. It's like, bro, I already know you can do this, like, you know, blah, 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 let me rap this. And then, like, he's still saying outlandish shit that you probably shouldn't be saying. Like, I'm a, like, lava bomb, like, outside of the Ariana Grande concert. And it's like, dog, I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah, what? And, like, but, even, for what he, even for what he named the album, like, music to be murdered by, like, all right, man. Like, I, I'm just, like, I, who's in the mood for this shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like a, a a dude that's playing sports, and it's like, oh yeah, and he just has to like throw yeah. the ball as fast as he can. It's just like he has to bulldoze right. everybody. It's like, all right, man, we get it. Right, and like you know, there's like my homie Travis, somebody who you know he's still he's still on the Eminem train, and like you know, homie Meech still fuck with him. So it's not, I'm not saying everybody is like this, but like most of the people I see every time Eminem drops an album, praise Eminem. And like they're on, then I gotta see motherfuckers on my timeline being like Eminem, the best rapper ever. Like he's so much better than all the music that drops today. And it be every time it be motherfuckers that you know I either went to high school with or you know I went to college with that I know don't actually like rap music like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they name like they'll just say like, oh, see, I don't even have to listen to other artists because yeah, yeah, it's like bro, you listen, bro, you listen to three people, man. Like, like and you out here talking about Eminem's the best rapper, like. Y'all my fucking face. And, like, those are the only people who are, like, super hype for, like, when he drops these surprise albums. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else is, like, either not checking for it or, like, you know, they'll give it the attention because they respect him and them. But it's like, every time these people are hyping it up, it's like, dog, y'all was hyping up an album where this man said his shit is heavy duty, like, like diarrhea. Like, come on, dog. Like, I don't mm-hmm. trust y'all. <laughs> and then taking it back to 8 Mile when he was telling the dude... You've worked at this plant so long, you're a plant. That's not a bummer. <laughs> but the way he said it was like, oh, but it's like, that don't make any sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that's, you know, he just saying wild shit now. But so. it's like, dog, you 50, bro. Like, like, you know what I mean? And I get some people rap the same and sometimes I like it when you rap the same shit all the time. But it's like, yo, the people who like really age well, has at least, like, aged their game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, like, shit that makes sense. Like, bro, like, you 50 years old, you still rapping about, like, pseudo, like, like murder or shit. Bro, I don't want to hear that. Right. Well, yeah. with that, but, yeah. uh, we don't have to listen to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think we've concluded time, best time of the pod, best time of the week, song of the week. Um that damn time for 111 episodes, bro. Thanks for putting up with me for the new buckets. For the new buckets, man. Tell us, uh, you know, or for the continued buckets, we salute you. Continue doing what you're doing. You know, we, we wouldn't be here without you. 
Um, for the new buckets, Ty, where can they catch us, bro? Yeah, bro. Uh, I'm not sure what you're listening to us on right now, but if something's a little more convenient for you, we got you because we're also on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud, which is what you're probably listening to us on right now. Um, we are also on Stitcher Radio. We on Google Play. Uh, I'm gonna try to get us up on our shit going on YouTube. So if you somebody who be listening to shit on YouTube, you're gonna we're gonna have it there for you. Um, but yeah, definitely check us out. Also, Apple Podcasts. Uh, as well, if you, you know, iPhone gang, which I know many people are. Uh, yeah, check us out on there. Also, if you want to hit us up on any of your social media, talk to us about shit we said in the show. Want us to, uh, you know, talk about certain content, um, you know, share some ideas. If you want to be on the fucking pod, if, you know, if you if you want to rock with us like that, bro, we open to it. Um, hit us up on our social medias. We're at the Bucket Hat, or uh, at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram. We're Bucket Hat Podcast or Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook. On Twitter, we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Um, if you want to hit us up on our personal shit, homie Jesse is at, at JB Speaks. And I am at Tylante on Twitter. Um, and then we're just regular people on Facebook. Don't, don't look us up on Facebook. Let's and then uh, exciting news TBD. I don't know when the date's going to happen for sure. That's why I said TBD. Um, mm. The Bucket Hat Boys Bucket Up Podcast is now on. Or will be on KCRP FM radio. Mm. Uh, so all throughout AZ, you're gonna hear like uh, you know a nice little segmented episode of Bucket Up, um, alongside a bunch of different other podcasts. And yeah, man, we're gonna be on part of a 24/7 network that will be you know producing us all throughout the valley and the world. So um, you know, shouts to us leveling up and you know making it to you know uh, headway towards the mainstream media stage. And uh, it's a little wild, but yeah, we on our way. Yeah, bro, we out here bossing up. So, um, yeah, man, appreciate you guys putting up with us. It's kind of funny now, especially like on social media, people like really ask us opinions and, you know, we post stuff. They're definitely like, you know, telling us, you know, oh, yo, you know, what we think is something that, you know, is the determining factor on it. Like, I think I posted something about remembering the struggle and someone was like, nah, you guys got to cut that mindset yo like mm-hmm. and i was like nah man you always gotta remember where you come from and they're like yo we respect you so <laughs> you guys out here on this motivational grind like dog yeah it's cool yeah so but, yeah. yeah uh but on that tie like i said always thanks for putting up with me um but yeah for the bucket app boys volume uh, 111 um for me the kid jb um yeah we out bro shit shit Check me out now. Tony. Yeah. Walked out of Louis looking like a virgin discount. If it ain't a hundred, it's a miscount. Seven days a week, I smoke six ounces. If a chick with me, she like big house. If a chick with me, she like foreign cars. If a chick with me, she like go yard. If a chick with me, she like protein. Make a sick of rich nigga clothes off. Pull it to the flame with my doze off. Try to count a million and I dozed off. And I got my fingers in the air. Yeah. Hanging with Paul Bear. Yeah. Turn you to lawn care. Racks in my mind, clear. Yeah, this just a small shell. Hold up, make sure it's all there. Yeah. I go to sleep in designer, psych. I go to sleep in vagina, yikes. Tell any honor a lie, right? Soon as I left, I got right. This a precision in detail. See, life is a beach, seashell. I sold the bags for retail. 
I'm from the block, no email. Walked out of Louis looking like a virgin discount. If it ain't a hundred, it's a miscount. Seven days a week, I smoke six ounces. If a chick with me, she like big house. If a chick with me, she like foreign cars. If a chick with me, she like go yard. If a chick with me, she like protein. Make a sick of rich nigga clothes off.